Another episode of the Christian Kickback. How y'all feeling? Doing pretty good, yes sir. And chilling, chilling. Yeah, good. We gonna get, we gonna jump in on this. So I don't know if y'all heard about John Gray. Let me ask you this: Do any of y'all follow John Gray? Yeah. You follow? Yeah, you like I John Gray? Lightly. Yeah. Lightly. Man, he's right, pretty lightly. cool. Pretty cool, man. I read, I think, uh, the last book. I didn't read the first book, but okay. yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into it, man, because this is major. This is major because I was reading. Uh, it's a book called uh, The Disciplines of a Christian Man. I think it is. And it talks about it in the first chapter uh, about like purity. And like it's like one in every eight pastors, I think, commit adultery because it was it opens up with like the discipline of a godly man is just controlling just your purity and making purity just a holiness thing. Not necessarily anything else, but let's get into John Gray. Let's get into John Gray. So 2018-ish, 2017, I think it was, he got caught up cheating on his wife, cheating on his old lady. Come out after that, bought a bought a foreign car. Bought a car. Everybody went wild. Like, he got caught cheating. He bought a car. Whatever. They stay together. Blogs just resurfaced. He said some true, some not, that he's been caught cheating again. Uh, his infidelity this time he credited to she don't she don't cook uh, she don't do a lot of things. <laughs> now, y'all, this is John Gray now. Yeah, this is John Gray. So I got to get into this because my question is, how do we handle someone who we've already forgiven? They in this is a Christian kickback now, so we're gonna talk about ministry leaders, people of influence. Mm-hmm. I understand that everybody's a man, everybody's a woman. People are people, but let's talk about what it means for ministry leaders. So, uh, I'm gonna go first. I grew up in the culture where if you got caught doing this, if they could sweep it under the rug with you, they wouldn't hold you accountable because most people were doing it with you. That's is that fair? Yeah, yeah. The people who will hold you accountable are the people who either were your elders and they done with their life, or they're just people who are really taking this thing serious. Now, on the flip side to that, I, I've seen some churches where they give you a second chance. And I don't believe in first, second, third chances. I believe if you have a gift, you have that gift with your flaw. But where do we draw the line? Is John Gray canceled from church? Is he, are y'all still listening to him? You still gonna listen to him? You still listen to his sermons, his podcast? Are you still eating from his table? How y'all feeling about this? I'll jump in quick. Uh, 
ahead. I Phil. think <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm not going to be long, man. Um, <laughs> I think it. I mean, when we look at egregious offenses like that, right. I think we look at it. I mean, we talk about, and I hate to like compare apples to oranges, but I think it it kind of goes. Uh, we we talk about uh, we talked about a few years ago or a couple of years ago with R. Kelly. And right. should we listen to his music? Can we listen to his music and separate the person from the gift? And I think with John Gray, I, I mean, he does say a lot of good things. And it might be one of those things where we got to separate the person from the gift. Now, as far as repeat offenders, I mean, I, I'm a novice to like church discipline. We all have our shortcomings. Um, and the, the offense, the, the, the co- the the consequence to the offense will vary. I mean, you, right. you're not going to treat you're not going to treat a liar the same way you would an adulterer, and then kick back. The church is notorious about their their uh, handlings or mishandlings with the homosexual community. Right. So each each offense is going to carry a different consequence. So again, man, I, I don't want to say what I would do. Or <laughs> you gotta say okay. Let me ask you another way. Because you... I can't say because I, I can't say that I would. I can't. I wouldn't cancel him. Not cancel. But I, it, would not be, cancel. it would. It would. It would. It would be kind of like one of those things where you know you got an ignorant uncle, and that's just what he does. But so see, can that, you do that with church though? Because look at this. Oh, okay, let me ask you this. This for both of y'all. Are y'all going to John Gray's church? You live in his city. He preaching in South Carolina now. You know he left Houston. Right. They. Right, right, uh, right. He took over a church in in South Carolina. He and his wife are a pastor and co-pastor. They're leading a large group of people there in that city and a large online presence are you going would, to john gray's church could, after this and if you multiple not, mu- <laughs> if it, it, multiple multiple first time understandable for me first time understandable second why? time this is what you decide like this is what you continue to decide to do why is the first time like, understandable man hey we all mean <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I, I want you to be real because you because hey, you yeah, you yeah, brought yeah. up hold on you brought up r kelly if John Gray had pulled an R. Kelly move, it wouldn't be a second. You wouldn't even give him nah, a second chance. This is my. This is why I'm asking this question. As ministry leaders, I firmly believe this, that the covenant that you take with another person is stronger and holds right. way more weight than anything you could ever do right, right, for the right. kingdom of God. You got to be true to that covenant. Your first ministry should be the person oh, right. that, you, that you marry or your, or your children. I don't even like to see right. preachers like, mm-hmm. if you don't take care of your kids, I can't. What's I, your fault? I right. can't. I can't go there, and I know that. So right. it's it's one thing to have a secret life or whatever. You know, your sin hadn't been exposed, but for the second time, we see an unfaithful. He just can't be faithful, and he had a reason. He had reasons that that right. she was at fault as to why he could not keep his covenant vow. And I disagree right there because that's the vow is you keep it no matter what they do. That's just a mirroring of of what God is. No matter what we do, he's true to us. And so when you marry a person now, she can, they can divorce. But if you're in a marriage and she's not cooking, you cannot go sleep with anybody else. That's just, just, yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, you know, we grew up strong and heavy with, Hey, Mm -hmm. he had to sit down. They had to sit him down. And I used to think that was so offensive because you're not in control of if a person can use their gift or not. 
I don't yeah. agree with just sit sit John Gray down. But at mm. what point, y'all, do we say you're not effective? You see what mm. I'm saying? Like you're not gonna be your effectiveness is tied to your wholeness. If right. you're not whole, you're not gonna be effective. And he and, and the reason I'm using that word because he said I watched it Sunday. He was giving an apology. He said, oh, so I, "I didn't know you apologized." Yes, he oh, wow. apologized yeah. and preached about Delilah, which contradicted everything what? he said. He started <laughs> preaching about Samson and Delilah. Yeah, <laughs> out, out of everything you decided to preach this, and you can't, bro. Don't even preach, though. Don't even preach. Oh, this is man. when you need co-pastors to me. Right. Don't even right. preach because, bro, you struggling right now. But my point is, everything he he he, he said, I was never whole. John, I don't know if y'all know. Like I said, I read his book. John Gray was abused. He was confused a little bit about his sexuality to the point to where he was a virgin when he got married. And now you're just a, you're just a womanizer because of maybe status, fame, and what comes with being a high profile preacher. My thing is though, when do we say it's not sitting you down, but when do we say you got to get to wholeness before you can lead thousands and thousands and thousands of people effectively. This ain't going this That's isn't going to work. If you can't keep true to Aventer, how do how can you how can you leave the 99 for the one and you can't be faithful right. to the to the one you chose? Right. Right. Yeah. Y'all help let me, me. Let me jump in. Okay. Whew. So, what I was doing, gathering my thoughts, really gra- gathering these scriptures real quick. You know what I'm saying? This is a Christian kickback. Um so as men, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say like, a part of you is like, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? He messed up one time. We ought to, you know, thought about it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to Christian leadership, there are two kind of verses or two passages that stick out, right? James 3 and 1 Timothy 3. Mm-hmm. Right? James 3 is really talking about your tongue, but it really says something to the effect of it's the first verse. It says, not many of you should be teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. Yeah, correct. And so yes. I, 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 of course, everybody had a personal opinions about it, but as a preacher and as a pastor, he must be held to the standard that the Bible gives about preachers and pastors, right? Like how can you, right. If you don't, if you're not leading your home, if you're not, you know, if your kids aren't following the way that should and things like that. And that's what they really go into in First Timothy 3. Right, First right. Timothy 3 mm-hmm. really talks about him being above reproach. Right. So to, to that, right, we also have to give grace. Now, do I think he should be sat down? In my personal opinion, yes. And, I, yes. and the reason why I say that is because in the black church, I'll say that. I, me personally, specifically, and I say the black church, we, yeah. you understand what I mean right, when I right, say black right. church. The black church has not, in my opinion, has not done a good job of handling these situations biblically. And hence right. why there's a lot of people that have church hurt. So I think this is a situation as to where it's like, okay, if we don't handle this in a biblical way, then our people will see okay what what are people seeing from this what is being right. mm-hmm. what is the uh the effect of him still preaching or it's like okay so he preaches it about the light i didn't hear it but i can assume that 
that that has the twist that okay, so you're blaming the woman in this situation, then, not yourself. That's how everybody took it. I don't know. It's hard to say what intent is, but that's how they took right. it. Right. I'm not going. I'm yeah. going to assume. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I read the comments in the actual chat. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. exactly how they took it. And I think the point to that is, is it's it comes down. I can after this, I make the statement, and we're gonna go to like how I think about the other side, but. If we we need to start handling these situations correctly to to prevent future church hurt, because right. now there are going to be men out there that's like, yo, because I know I've I've dealt with this where it's like, dang, well, if this person can do it and get and be cool mm-hmm. with it, then right, what's right. what's wrong with me doing? It? You know what I'm right. saying? Like, you, how right. can you tell me not to have sex before marriage when you don't even respect the marriage that you in? Right, right. And and so I think that's why it is very very important to. Um, to hold preachers and pastors accountable, not just to public opinion, but to what the word of God is saying it is because, and outside of that public opinion don't really matter. No way. They ain't like Jesus. Mm -hmm. They ain't gonna like you said, but (laughs) I mean, it's true. Like they, like the son of God, the son of man don't have a place to lay his head. Like that's, that's real. But if we hold them to the, the, to the accountability that scripture has given, I think will be will be fine. So with, with that, it's like, yeah, bro, you should be sat down. You shouldn't be speaking and preaching. Why? Because what is this? How is this, you know, giving the right testimony of God? Right. right? Now, on the flip side, we should give grace and we should really give him help in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. So in being in, in talking about a lot of different pastors, right? Let's just call it what it is. A lot of men go into marriage. Like we, you, you turn holes into husbands every day. Like right. me included, I was definitely one of them. Right. And so what happens is we think that marriage <laughs> is going it, to fix. <laughs> gonna, it's, it's real. Though, Wearing your right? whole bag. <laughs> Keeping it real. That's, Keeping it real. That, that's so, bro. It's like, but, bro, we talk but about you own us something. You got to back up. You got to back up. You got to back up. Oh, I'm about before, to. Before oh, we get to John Gray, we have to back up yeah. to the toxic masculinity that mm-hmm. promotes the male mm-hmm. whore type of behavior, for lack of a better word. Um, right. that goes with that. Yes. Even because, even mm-hmm. in the church, not just the society, oh, right. but the church, the church is a lot for a lot of us. It's where we first are introduced to mm-hmm. women who are at our feet, at our fingertips, because leaders in the church, in the black church are predominantly men. And so you're in a position of mm-hmm. authority. And then you can, you just you're you're sought after. You can choose this, and not a lot of people are speaking on like the temptation that comes with the platform. I think it starts before that, though. Mm-hmm. A, you're right. It starts well before it, that. Let's take it. Let's take it back first, right? So let's take it to a personal level, right? Yeah. How can you? How can you show integrity? How can you show purity when you're not doing that in your personal world? Let's take it there. Who's gonna do it though? Because. I remember going to young youth events and the girls was, they were talked to about this. The young men, nobody ever stressed it. They never, it was like, don't have sex, but that was general. But for them, they were precious. And I think their their virginity was precious. Exactly. We we were never told this. Mm -hmm. 
Y'all okay? Well, y'all told this because I I was never told in any mm-hmm. religious setting that I was of value with my like my body, and partially I think because a lot of the older leaders that I knew were at that time they called it running women. Yeah. They showed up in your city <laughs> and they had women like how you, you can't tell me this because yeah. you're just a product of the age I used to be and nobody told you and you grew up. And if you take the impurity from the childhood and give it a platform, now it's deadly. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, yeah. I agree with that 100 percent. And I think um, that I was taught not to have sex. But the problem is we don't tell people why. Why? Mm-hmm. So like <laughs> my my dad kind of gave me this example and I didn't understand it until now. But it's like you take yeah. two pieces. I know Mike Todd did it a couple of weeks ago in his sermon too, where he took two you take two pieces of paper, put glue on it, you stick it and you try to tear it apart. Yeah. Right. And then so I think about mm. this in terms of now, right? You go into marriage and then now you have all these other people lingering with you. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, well, why do I have this desire? And then right. really it comes to that discipline, like you were saying, the disciplines of a Christian man. If you don't have discipline in your quiet time, if you don't have discipline in yourself, if you don't have that discipline, what makes mm-hmm. you think when you get to a per, a, a, per, a platform yes. to where you have to have that discipline, how can it happen? Even with marriage, like people like you, you like if you don't control yourself before you get married, you're going to get married and you, you put the ring on the finger. Oh, yeah, I do. I love her. You know what I'm saying? And then. And right. then Sally, Susie, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. And whoever yes. walked by, you like, <laughs> right. man, I missed that life. And now you're romanticizing your past and everything that you used to be. Now mm-hmm. you're harboring resent in your heart mm-hmm. because it's like, dang, my wife took me away from this when it was really your decision to do that. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? And I think for me, I had to learn that lesson too. Like, so for me, like pornography is a real thing, bro. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like being for sure. It completely is. honest because it it if you think about how pornography works it really just changes your mind it shapes how you see sex it shapes how you see women because yes. mm-hmm. now women are t- there to serve me you feel me like yeah. women are there like they to serve me so I'm here to get my rocks off and be on and it's very vulgar and aggressive and they mm-hmm. take the love out of it mm-hmm. it's right, it's, right. it's it's a um it's an act that's deviant Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 anytime it's porn, it's de- it's deviant. It's, we shouldn't right. be here. We shouldn't do this. I was just here to fix the sink, and you know all, the- <laughs> <laughs> right. all of that. But 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 we don't even have to. Man, it's so tough. This is a lot, John Gray. Um, <laughs> but I want to address this too because you do have to uh, address the impurity and not really being taught to be holy. Not not gender specific. People have to. God is holy. Mm-hmm. God is holy. And so that book was talking about being holy because God is holy and right. sexual uh, immorality isn't holy. Yep. And so the mm-hmm. goal is to bring holiness. You're going to have desires. You're going to have temptation. But I mm-hmm. talked about last time we were on here, how Jesus, as soon as he got baptized, he was tempted with things he that were in his reach. Right. He could do everything the devil asked if he and Jesus knew that. A lot of times you can have the woman, you can have the person, you can have whatever it is. You can watch the video. It's what we, what you'll say no to and get gaining control and self-control. The Bible says a person who lacks self-control is like a city without walls. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so John Gray has been caught 
uh, in a war and he doesn't have walls. And if you don't have walls in that, in the Bible times, they come and plunder your city, yeah. mm-hmm. take your gold, rape your women, rape your children. And, right. and, and, and they're gone. And that's kind of what sex leaves you when you can't control it. Somebody has come and taken it before you know it, you're losing your ministry and not, I don't mean your money. I mean, your power to impact. Like now he can keep a church who, Let's be real. Right. Somebody right. will still go to his church. But yeah. abroad, he's not as impactful now. Because mm-hmm. somebody is going to say, mm, he's not serious. Because they even said this. Oh, he got exposed. That's why he's repentant. I disagree. Because mm-hmm. most of us are repentant when we get exposed. Because right. it takes somebody uncovering. Without, right. our, without our consent, they cover what we haven't been able to share freely. Yes. Mm-hmm. To that point that you just made, that's a really good point. I think... One, I, I, I truly think that we, uh, we don't truly honor and respect the convicting power of the Holy Ghost sometimes. Right. Because at some point, like, I'm going to be honest with y'all. So for me, I had a, a situation where I had to really fess up to my lady before we got married. Like, I, yo, so this is what I did, such and such and such and such and such, such. And it wasn't nobody saying, like, yeah, this is. This is it, you know what I'm saying? But it was yeah. the Holy Spirit, like, bro, whatever it is, like, you you have to be honest, right? You have a conscience, and I'm gonna convict yeah. you mm-hmm. on this That's because, good. like, it's not about anybody else uncovering you. It's about you being able to sleep at night. You need right, peace, right. and yes, you're gonna have to deal with whatever consequences come with that. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's like whatever is being honest about whether whatever addiction, whatever, whatever, it's like, bro, like, be be honest about it. You got to get that out. But sometimes we are so, we feel like we're too deep into it mm-hmm. and be like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it's not Proverbs 16, 18, it's Proverbs 28, 13, I want to say. He who um, confesses his sins and renounces his sins shall find mercy. Right? right? We forget about that part. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's if you if you confess it and renounce it, it's not confessing is usually I'm coming to you with this information. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you this, it's it's the difference between honesty and transparency, right? Transparency is like, I'm, I'm offering this information. Honesty is like, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Not that you caught me, but you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I think it's, it kind of comes back to, we have to hold him accountable to what the word of God says, but also we have to have grace and forgive him in that way. No, he should not have his, be a pastor in my opinion you shouldn't based on what the words said it's you fine. don't think he should be a pastor at all i don't think no, no, no. i think he, i don't think he should be a pastor right now not even close i agree because I, i'm with you on the are, grace thing i'm with you yeah. on the grace tip there, there's what, just some things he got to work out but grace sometimes is yes. is misinterpreted as we're going to excuse it i oh, think no, 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 grace no. grace is something that god gives him we have to give him understanding because we can't we can't save him we, we grace is what's going to forgive his sin grace yes. is what he's going to be granted now mm-hmm. from the body i just believe we have to have uh maybe not a, the same grace as god would have to have as far as his sin is concerned but understanding that under to understand that god gave and granted him grace yeah that's, that's what why i, I said sit him down first yeah i believe Bro, our grace sit him down first. <laughs> i believe our <laughs> grace is rooted in understanding that god gave him grace and not mm-hmm. saying we don't fool with john john is damaged goods but i won't go as far as much as i'm not a just a john gray fan 
just as far as theology sometimes y'all know me i love text yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah. The word they can just take a <laughs> phrase and then we just gonna talk about this and it and it's not just it's not text so mm-hmm. <laughs> so as much as i'm not a fan of his of, of his exegesis i can say this i can say this i won't ever go as far for anybody's gift to say you shouldn't do it again but oh, yeah. i don't believe grace says well, we didn't sit him down because it's grace sometimes you have to say this person isn't not it's not about them being credible but they're sick and mm-hmm. sick they have an, if, if they have an illness they're not well and there are other people who are well enough to say you know what while john gets well then i'll take over but we have this my church mentality in the black church right. if i if i'm not here it don't get done they won't go on without me. And then we and then we fail because we've been in there 40 years. And then when it's over, you got 40 years of famine because you didn't bring nobody up mm-hmm. because it was you, 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 <laughs> you, 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 you. So right. I, I believe it's God's church. It's God's church and it's God's people. John, you're flesh like we are. Yep. If 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 he's a if our brother and he's sick, it's not about us sitting him down because what well, he's saying, you know, I, I feel the same about pregnancy. When people get pregnant, mm-hmm. we got to sit them down for what? You know, let, let, <laughs> what, what did the baby do? <laughs> you can't you can't take away the act after it's what done. What did the baby <laughs> do? When, yeah. Y'all, when when has pregnancy yeah. been a sin? I I missed that. You know, but we get caught up in images and well, this don't look right if John up. It's not about right. that. I want John to be whole because John got right. a wife and John got kids. Whether yep. John preached to two thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand people. A Sunday, his kids need to be able to look at him. And as his brothers and sisters, we need to say, John, you ain't, you're not well. This is why we do we sit people down because they're not well. Are we preserving the brand of the church? That's what I disagree with. When we, I think when we came up, it was, we're going to sit him down because it don't look right. You don't say, are you getting them counseling? Obviously she want to stay with him, (laughs) but then money, money gets tied up in this too. Because mm-hmm. we sitting John down and paying him. Go ahead, Philip. I'll let Philip go. Go ahead. Go ahead, Philip. Yeah, nah, go ahead, real Philip. <laughs> no, nah, man. <laughs> no, nah, I remember like Nate, like like you were saying, um, like growing up, it was sit him down to protect the image. And a lot of that is rooted. I, I don't remember where it's found, but like it's um uh, abstain from the very appearance of evil. Yeah. It's like I remember, man, growing up, many uh kids that we grew up with, like from serving right. communion or praying, like they they may want to one move and they had to get sat down and like this might be a change of pace and I, ho- I hope it's not but I um we had talked about like church hurt and the accountability and I think um I think I told you about this book that I read man not even a month ago black millennial black millennials man I can't talk <laughs> black <laughs> millennials and the church by yeah. Joshua Mitchell and yeah, one of my the, Amazon one, card man it's it's a heavy book man like it's it's not heavy like with words but like uh, like the depth of words is just like content that it, it makes it so clear why the 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 exodus from the church is happening one of the reasons why a lot of people leave the church like steven said man is the lack of accountability and in the millennial de- demographic that's one of the prime reasons why like uh many people leave church they see somebody do something and get away with it and we right. think, hey, like like Steve said, hey, we can get away with it too. 
And then we get the hammer dropped on us. So it's like it, it has to be accountability in that front. And it makes me think of, and we hit on this on this the last time, who does John have in his corner? Like, because we talked about like friendships and all that. Man, who do you have in your corner that won't pull your coattail and be like, hey, bro, like. Mm, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, Did they know? Even before. See that's the, again that could, y'all that saying could they, be, they you saying I, did they they knew he was doing this and they didn't tell him. I'm uh, I'm with Phil. Like he should have people, any any person in ministry like that. You got deacons. You have a close circle, a close knit group that you have around you that gives you advice and things like that. Yeah, but I'm saying, are they aware? I don't know about John Gray, but I know that he needs them. Continue yeah. and, 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 <laughs> and and even outside of that aspect, like we, I know we have friends, like we have our, I hate to say church circle, yeah. like with the elders, yeah. deacons, all that. But we got partners that aren't affiliated with church or in those positions that we, I mean, like that we can be our honest selves with, yeah. right? And I and I'm wondering, does he have anybody like that in his life that could be like, hey, bro, like I see you or if the, if he's had a conversation about it with mm. with say his partner or whatever, like hey bro, you gotta you gotta kind of pull up, man, because that's not that's not cool. But I, I will say this now, and, and I'm gonna give the floor up. Bro, man, you can't I, even say that that, that ain't cool, bro. At what age do we go harder than that? If I come to you right now and I say, bro, I'm doing this, that, and that, I I I would probably have a hard time bringing it to you because I don't know how to bring mm-hmm. that to, at this age. How do you comfortably say, hey, y'all, <laughs> I got something just going on. You know, I'll be back in the city. Like, if y'all okay with that, like, if it's something Man. wrong with our relationship. I, sh- I shouldn't want to, I shouldn't even feel comfortable telling y'all that. And if mm-hmm. I do, you know, you should know the other person. Go, yeah, I yeah. should know y'all going to be like, now you going where? You doing what? Bro? Like, are you like, serious? Right? Like, <laughs> bro, you stupid. Like, bro, if y'all don't do that to me, then. And then, like, I'm a, my fault. No, nah, you good. I'm just saying, if y'all don't do that to me, I feel like it's the same as our relationships when we were kids. When we were mm-hmm. kids, you could say that stuff and somebody, are oh, you hitting that? You still, oh, okay. They applauded you. But at what age? And you got and something at, to lose. And what space, when you take on a wife, if you stand by me at my wedding, if y'all in suits at my wedding, and when I'm cheating, y'all don't call me on it. Like, and I don't hey, mean man. say, Nate, you got to ease up. No. Nah, you should be fighting for it. Like exactly. you, need to call, you need to call my girl. You need to call my wife. Like you need to step. You the best man. Stepped in and say, "Hey, come get him. I'm gonna do whatever for you not to lose it. If you can, if you tell me, I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna let you. I'm not gonna let you go on the deep end and be like you can quit when you want to. If I'm your I best man, if, huh? I I, I See, agree with I agree with that. <laughs> I I'm it's it's not necessarily touchy, but drive and come I, get me then. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm see I'm if the you don't call my wife, I, say bro, I'm finna come. What hotel you at? See now that that's something that I would do because mm-hmm. what I don't what I don't think that we should do is we shouldn't take the opportunity for that person to to start their healing process. I said mm-hmm. because oh, you're saying, I think a lot of what if I ain't done it yet though? I'm saying I'm about to. I oh, know. Either way, it, it's not it's not my job to to tell your wife that because I am not her husband. You are right. Then you need to come get and when me. It, 
I'm gonna come get you, yes, but then also I'm going to to hold you accountable to your vows and then also hold you accountable to what you should tell your wife. Right. Why? Because at the end of the day, if you don't confess your sins to your wife, what I don't think people realize that when you cheat or when you have um something that's a barrier in there, it, it affects your intimacy. So now right. you're not as close. Now there's something in the air that you don't really know what it is. And then you start to drift further and further mm-hmm. and further and further and further apart. And everybody like, bro, what's going on? Like, what's mm-hmm. what happened to us? You know, you had them like, yo, what happened to us? Right. And with this conversation, it reminds me of Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart had a similar situation, but Kevin Hart has his core guys are he got his trainer. He got them four or five the guys The Red Cup Boys. Him. What they call yeah, them? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Red you know Cup Boys. Hey, but they, they it's, you, you see that they're like, bro, you you tripping, bro. Like, why would you right. even do for, bro, you tripping, bro. And they are, mm-hmm. but they are also there to pick him up. Because I think there's right. two sides of that coin. Like right. Philip was saying, it's like, yeah, we got to hold people accountable. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you know, there's a reason why people have so much church hurt. But then also, we are also caught to, hey, bro, we still here for you. Mm-hmm. Just, we not, we, I'm not going to dismiss your sin. No, we're going to help you get better from your sin. Yeah. But then yeah. what I'm going to do is we're going to be there to help you through it. Because what you don't want is so many times people be like, yeah, bro, Christ church, cool. You saying, all right, we out, holla. And they forget where God brought them from 20, 30 years ago. And they forget to be there to help that man up too because it's like hey bro i'm gonna I'm a talk to you about your sin i'm going to be there with you to help you because you're but gonna this, need to but what i'm saying is in the because y'all brought up y'all said john you know who is his friends and i'm i'm just asking did they know because this is my thing as my friends don't ever put me in a position where i know something that i can't tell that i that and that i can't help so where i gotta show up to your wife and you and i the only one know you cheating I don't want to. I don't want to have that on me. I don't want to. Don't put me in that position. So what I'm saying is, if if you're bringing it to your friends, in what way are you bringing it? Because saying nature need to chill ain't gonna stop me. And what like what is the depth? Do we? I, I what I want you to do is you need to say okay, it what you're doing to her, that covenant that you're breaking is gonna cause a strain on our friendship because you putting me in a position to a where. I can't help you, but I know this, and I am going to watch you break your vow. That's a tough position to put me in as a friend. I need to almost break covenant with you and say, you know what? I'm not going to stand by you while you sin, but if you repent and turn, I'm here. I'm not going to I'm not going to say, like, it ain't going to be like, if you're my real friend, bro, I'm just struggling right now. I'm just going through it. I'm going, we use this word. I'm going through a phase. I will not be your friend in your phase. It, I, I just won't do it. I, I, you can't say, Nate, don't ever, don't say nothing to her, but I'm out here. I'm out here. Yeah. I, well, I'm, well, you can't call me. That's a good friend <laughs> to have, though. Like, it's a good friend to have. First thing, I'm, I'm, like, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. First yeah. thing I'm do, I'm going to pray for you. I, yes, I'm going to pray for you. It's uh, it's not one of them, like, I, right, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know what I'm saying? Let's go to the Lord in prayer type nah. prayers. Nah, it's like, hey, bro. Hey, God, yeah. help my boy. He need it, help. And, and this ain't a, if you like it, right. I love it. Yeah, right. it's but I think it's it's important for us as I'm gonna go as far as to say us as black men to be able to hold each other accountable yes. even when it's not popular to do so. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's because cool. at the end, like you're saying, like I need a friend. If you're gonna be my friend, hey bro, this is this is the standard that we got to have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. hey bro, 
I can come to you with some such and such going on. And I, if I come to you with the solution, you can hold me accountable. Okay, cool. You, I see what you're doing here. I got your back. But if you on some other stuff, insert whatever four letter words you want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's just like, bro, you, you, what you're not gonna do is bring me down with you. Because then I'll process. be sinning too. Because exactly. if I'm not, if I'm not rebuking, that's my mm-hmm. thing. In our, does our friendship have room for mistakes? Yes. But they also have to have room for rebuke. So if you come to me, like you can't come to me celebrating it. You can't come to me, she fine, bro. Look at it, bro. I don't know. Right. Like, even if you come to me with my wife not cooking, like John said she wasn't doing, then we need, that's when we need to have, you should have came to me with that. Like, bro, she ain't, she don't be doing this. She be doing, okay. Then we can talk. But once you have already, if you've already crossed the line or if you're already thinking about committing adultery, then you need to become, you need to come to me expecting a rebuke, mm-hmm. not support. We give people support during this kind of stuff. It's like, bro, uh, man, I, look, I know you, I know, I know it's tough right now. Like we start reasoning. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to reason with no sin. Okay, bro, you just broke your covenant. But a lot of people are afraid of conflict. Yes. It's like they'd rather, they'd rather be comfortable with again like is easy it's easy to say <laughs> it's easy to say yeah yeah man she was she was fine and she, she does don't be cook better than, yeah, yeah she did yeah, she might cook a little bit better than my yeah but but to to again like it taking on that conflict to one preserve your friend's relationship with God and right. you I mean that it, it goes a long way and we we can't be so complicit and accepting for again we can't be accepting of Behavior that sidesteps the gospel right. and what God has left behind from it uh, to to uh, avoid those conversations. So yeah, I man, everything y'all said have been on point, man. But bro, so. you want to know what breaks uh, the the that kind of responsibility in friendships? Usually, it's how we became friends. Mm-hmm. If you met me in my day, you know, if we call it, if, if you and I, Philip, <laughs> we've been friends since since I was like twenty years old. So. Mm-hmm. The little things I may have done or didn't do, or you know, back in the day, or let's say I didn't do anything, but I knew what you were doing. Now it's like, well, when I met Philip, Philip was like this, so he should understand. When I'm when I met Philip 10, 11 years ago, he was in the position that I am now in as a married man. You see what I'm saying? And so it's our being familiar with someone's past when we became right. friends is what kind of makes us come like, bro, you know about this. Like, like Steven just said, mm-hmm. before I got married, mm-hmm. I was this. Okay. Your friends right, have to right. know that when you, when you cross over and you convert into covenant, that that's wiped away. So although I can relate to you, right. that's not, we don't have that kind of relationship. I can relate to you in a point to where I can rebuke it and say, what well, is why you can't do it? Cause I did it. And this is where it got me. Mm-hmm. Don't come that. to me looking for support because we share the same past. I feel right. that. But I think even right. as even as your friendship grow, like I can tell that you and Philip have grown over the years from where you used to be in maturity, right? Pushing each other, right. not just to be better men, but to be better Christ followers, right? Mm-hmm. And so even no matter where both of you came from. So for me, I'm in the fraternity, I'm the bros. And so I had mentors okay. that's that's known for for in the past, like in the early 90s, 80s, like for doing whatever. And now they're like, hey, bro, I've been there. I've done that. 
Right. We have video cameras, I promise. And this <laughs> is what it caused me. This is what it it affected me with later. Mm-hmm. And you see, bros, how they look at you like, dang, bro, like that used to be so and so and so and so. And you can still have the respect mm-hmm. from who you used to be. But also they respect you even more so now for standing on what the word of God said. Look, I'm going right. to stay here. And then the second thing I noticed is there are there there are not just accountability, not just your friends, but you have to have systems in place yes. to where like it's like, I hey, look like I know, it, especially with you working with kids, Philip, it's like, all right, cool. Like I'm, I'm going to leave my door open. Like if mm-hmm. it's a situation right. like that, or for me, I'm learning different things. Like, okay, cool. Well, if if I have to have to talk with a woman, I want my wife to be there. You know right. what I'm saying? Just right. to protect me. And I think a lot of times when we don't put those things in place, mm-hmm. right? It's like I, I'm not protected. I got my, my walls <laughs> down. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like just I'm, because you're in ministry, you don't. You're not fully <laughs> divine. You still are flesh yep. too. You, you are right. flesh. Yeah, and I, but I think you have. We talked about this earlier. We talked about controlling your urges, desires, and we talked about it from a sex standpoint. But what about an emotion standpoint? A lot of times people serve in place of the emotion we feel in. It's not even really them we want. If your partner isn't being a good listener, you know how many men cheat because she don't listen? (laughs) She ain't hearing me? It, It didn't mean that he desires another body, but if that new body listens then my emotional need is met. Now mm-hmm. you start to look good. A listener look good. And now my senses is true. I can see. So <laughs> all, I, all I got to say, hey, it's, it sounds good. And it, and it from coming from men, it sounds like, yeah, bro, you know, like listener do sound good. But it's as the shoe is on the other foot. Oh, oh man. Oh, you going? Oh man! Hurt. Oh man! They might well bury you. Six feet deep. <laughs> oh, we hey. hurt. We <laughs> and I but, think, but I, but bro, the reason I'm bringing this up because people think that every time a man do something is always led by lust and not emotions. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of times it's led by emotions disguised in lust. It's 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 led by you didn't make me feel secure. I couldn't talk to you. I could be myself around her. A lot of times we got to be hard in front of a girl. We got to be, you know, <laughs> cry. No, a woman let you cry in front of her and she don't judge you. <laughs> it go deeper than, it go deeper than lust and emotion though. It go back mm-hmm. and cry, bro. Because oh, yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. are you, all, all you talking about is ego. Because when she listen to you, she's stroking your ego. Yes. When she, when she make you feel good, she's stroking your ego. It's good. When you feel heard, when you understand, it's like, yo, like, and the, the moment that your pride gets to that point, that tipping point is when you're looking at your girl or your wife and saying, dang, bro, well, why she in your in the back of your head? You thinking, bro, she doing this and you not. Right. John Gray. Right. Yeah. And it gets to that point where you are <laughs> you are prideful and cocky enough to say that and verbalize it out loud. And you're right. like, bro, because that's not pride is not something that is just outwardly showing and outwardly yeah. acting or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's something that starts in your heart. So it's like from the first time she didn't cook and from the first time, whatever. <laughs> but also at the end of the day, it's like I have to think as a man of the household, what are you doing when she's you're supposed to be you're supposed to help her too? Last time I checked, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When right. you help her, you help yourself. And it's so much easier to say. And you y'all in relationships, y'all get it, it's hard to do. 
it's like, dang, bro, I really don't feel like washing the dishes today. I hate washing the dishes, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why you keep that man should have got up and cooked his own food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> got up put that, that TV dinner. He said she was making TV dinners, bro. Exactly. We're tired of eating them. I say, as rich as he is, he could have had DoorDash or something. He could have got a hot dish from Little Caesar. Exactly, bro. <laughs> that what? man Little didn't want no more TV bed. dinners. He said, he said his new girl don't cook. She cooks. She don't do TV dinners. But this is what I want to say. I'm on there. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because like, mine is like, I, I, nah, I ain't going to say, say this. I'm going to say this. Could it be? You mentioned pride. You mentioned ego. Yes. But I think everybody want to be heard and understood. Everybody. This is what I'm saying. Our most, our, the need that we don't get is often misdiagnosed as they don't love or they're not fulfilling something. Fulfillment has to come from God. If if you and your wife, Stephen, if she's not doing something, it's not on another flesh. Let God be the listening ear. Go and pray more. You know what I'm saying? Go. You know, it's a lot of things. You have. You can't ever let a person substitute for what another person mm-hmm. is not doing. God can be the substitute when you're in covenant. Okay, if you ain't giving me everything I need, I had a relationship before you when it was just by my. A lot of people ain't never dated God. Like just by themselves, like mm-hmm. so. When they go without, That's That's when crazy. they go without, they go back to whatever was before you. That's why people don't delete numbers out their phone. That's, That's why they want to keep the same friends. Because if you stop, I'm going back to security. Y'all ever been through this? When somebody get married, you feel away. You don't even talk to them no <laughs> more. You don't even date them no more. You ain't talk to them in you know mm-hmm. five, I six to years. To the girl That's I used real. To see. But you, but, you <laughs> but it's just something about when you see that picture. It's like if it if this ever goes south, I can't that Ray go back J, there that Ray J effect. <laughs> hey, if this hey, ever, it goes there, the Ray like J you said, Andre three thousand. I typed the text to a girl, girl I used to see. It's 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 embedded in us that as a safety measure, hold on to this because if this runs out, I know where to get it. Mm. I know where to get food if this runs out. I know where to get water if this runs out. I know where to get intimacy. If you ever run out and what God wants to do is, I think, be the replacement. So when not the replacement, the standard, you dated me first. And when you go get her, you're dating her. But remember what we had. So if she don't do it, I'm still right here. I'm still I'm I'm right here. If you run on what you used to have and it's and it's another body, you can always do that. Where John Gray failed every time he misplaces or misjudges a need from his wife. He goes to who can fulfill it. This to me, I'm going to let y'all have it after this. This to me is what no other gods before me represents. If you look mm-hmm. at the Old Testament, every god had a physical, uh, they had a physical thing that they granted. The god of water, mm-hmm. you know, the god of the, the harvest, the god of uh, the sun, ability, yeah. the, the sun god. You need all of this mm-hmm. stuff to have life. You need water. You need to be fertile. You need to have rain for the crops so what they would do was worship the god based on the need and what god is saying is y'all only worship them because fertility you want to have babies you don't want to be barren or you want to have a bunch of sex it gives you the right to have a lot of sex if it's a fertile god you say you're doing it for this or it's the 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 sun god or the rain god Mm -hmm. what is he gonna water our crops he's gonna do this and then we'll, we'll have a harvest and we'll be rich we need something from this god that's why we worship him what he's saying is, I want all cash your care. I want all of your needs mm-hmm. on me. So no other in your relationship, you almost have to have the no other God syndrome, or not syndrome concept rather, and say even in my relationship, God will come before you. 
It'll come before my spouse. It'll come before my girl. It'll come before my dude. If you're a woman out there, Mm -hmm. it'll come before that. Because if you fail me and you, the person was my God, where am I going to get what I need? Yeah. Another person. Mm. I agree with that. I agree with that, but I think I a little differently. Right. So I agree. I agree to the point that God should come before every other relationship that you have most definitely. But so many times we see it, see that as um, important for in case someone else fails me, we know that it's going to happen, but we should, we should look at God and then myself. Right. Right. Hey God, like this, like my God, like God is, is convicting me about things that I'm not fulfilling for my wife. Right. Right. God is convicting me about things that I'm not doing for my children. God is convicting me on those things, right? Because he, when you ask, like, let's just be honest. When you ask God about somebody, you pray about somebody like, God, please help me. The first thing that God is going to do is check your heart. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it never feel good because you'd be like, all right, God, look, I was not asking for you to do that. I was asking you to touch them. And he's like, well, in order for me to touch them, I have to touch you. Mm-hmm. And that, but in the same thing goes for relationships, when when we pray like God help my help my wife cook better, he may not answer with okay cool she's gonna take some culinary classes. No, he's gonna be like well, I'm gonna allow you to have more free time so you can cook yeah. and help her out. Cooking ain't the issue. Right. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's a not hard thing. Issue. He made it's a hard it. The, thing. He making it the issue, but it's not. But no in, in not. all of that, it's God gonna work on him because because the girl who can cook could be cussing you out, mm-hmm. disrespecting yeah. you, disrespecting your children. Don't the believe in God, agree. like it don't, mm-hmm. and and that's what I'm saying. You you miss they misplace it, or a, a man or a woman you misplace what this person doesn't do, and this one does, and then some kind of way that goes right to sex. I don't know, but it does. <laughs> <laughs> like it's you just, go, it goes from something this person wasn't doing to wait you in the bed with them. I don't really know, and and people don't understand that that's the devil's tactic. Mm-hmm. It's fast. It starts with what you need. The devil knew what. Even with Adam and Eve, he asked them Mm -hmm. questions based on the things that he even wanted. He said, God know you'll be like him. He don't want you. He don't want you to be like him. He don't want you to be. You know, it was it. He he didn't. It wasn't about the fruit. If you eat the fruit, it was you'll have you'll know what God knows. That's what the devil knew. So it's not about the the she not cooking. He knows if I can just introduce you to the person that does cook, you'll sleep with him. Because you haven't really addressed your abuse. You haven't really addressed yep. your, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what led you, like, was it by choice, John, that you were a virgin all those years till you got married? Or did something else happen? Because most of us don't make it. Mm-hmm. So what happened with you? Right. And you haven't addressed that. And the devil loves the unaddressed thing. Yep. And he dresses mm-hmm. it in the form of a need that you have. Is it the need to be like God? Is it the need to be seen? Is it the need to be loved, hugged, cooked for then here, and then once you bite that fruit, John ate whatever that woman was cooking. <laughs> and after he ate whatever she was cooking, you about to lose your wife. You about to lose your children. Yeah. This bro laughing hard. <laughs> he laughing. Yeah, I just, but, but like you saying, like you're saying, man, like it <laughs> just my opinion, the the cost, yes. the, the cost you pay for your I mean to lose your family, man, it, there's nothing. Worse, worse than that, and then like trust is broken, obviously. But yeah, but to, and then like I was gonna say a minute ago, but I'll go ahead and 
say it now. Go ahead, Reverend. Like then, ahead, I Reverend. saw one of the I saw well, it, it and I it ain't nothing deep. It's something John did. <laughs> John did, but uh, <laughs> like in John. one of the videos I saw, yeah, yeah, one of the videos I saw, like uh, the pizza video. He was talking about like we gotta heat up the joint on there, and this is just personal talk. I didn't like how if if you're going to hear my heart when I say this, if you're going to sin, don't drag anybody else in it. The way he lobbed his son up is kind of like a pawn. Yep. Like my wife, my wife ain't cooking for me and my son. All this kind of, like, man, you don't, you don't drag your family or anybody into. John is a millionaire. He didn't have to heat up DiGiorno. <laughs> Y'all better hear me. Domino's is $5.99. John did not have to heat up DiGiorno. He been waiting to swing at this woman. Yeah, he been he been waiting to swing at her. But me, the we're, pizza we're is a is a decoy, either, right. brother. Yeah, it's like it's, it, it was bait. Like it's bait. But yeah, I mean, but I, I just wasn't a fan of like, man, you you don't bring your son or anybody. Uh, wow. in, in, uh, yeah, man, you, John, you don't you don't do John that. That was, was pretty low. Look, John was wrong, and this is where I think the ball was dropped when John got caught last two years ago, whenever it was. I think it was twenty eighteen. And he bought that car. I wanted to know where leadership was then. Now, this is the trick. A lot of non-denom slash church startups don't have secure leadership. If you if, if When they're starting up, who do you start up with? Your friends <laughs> or people who will come along with you. And so when you have, he left Joel. If you notice, and, and I'm not a Joel Osteen fan by any means, I'm not a fan, like, not a, like, yeah, I get you know, y'all hear me. I'm not nothing against Joe. I'm not running to him if I need <laughs> spiritual leadership. If I need some inspiration, I'll, I'll go there. But you never heard anything on John when he was at Joe Osteen's church in Houston. But when John went to pastor, uh, wherever he passed, I can't, I think, can't think of the name. It makes me wonder. And this is not a dig on startups. You have to have them. People have to start churches. Is there's so many lost people we we can't have enough. But do you have people in place for someone to fall? And this goes on. Do you have people who a lot of times there are no elders in a startup? Where are you getting them from? Where you get the old people from? And I don't mean like old in age, I mean wisdom. <laughs> where do you right, get right. the elders in a startup? Y'all gotta think about this. Where do That's you real. get the deacons? So when John is out on that island. He making the money. He being seen. He got the book mm-hmm. deals. He got all this. But these churches can't. Ain't no way. The churches we came from, you would have cheated and you would have been on uh, YouTube with a foreign car for your club. wife. They would have been like, nah. Because everybody saw that. If you ever get caught up, most people, the first thing they doing is trying to buy you something, try to get mm-hmm. whatever you need. You be the best boyfriend and the best husband after you done got caught mm-hmm. up. John mm-hmm. bought her a car. That should have let us know then. He didn't buy a <laughs> Nissan Altima. Nah. This man went out and <laughs> he John went out and did it big. <laughs> John I mean. bought a drug, a drug dealer car. <laughs> man, you know what I'm saying? And, and I just went to Michigan. That man. was alarming. That was alarming. Like, bro, you just bought this car. But and they made a production about no it, too. A production about it? There's mm. no way that in any other church. You know why? Cause the elders wouldn't have let it. It would have shut it down. He would have shut. They would have shut that down. Hey, it's his money. He can buy what he want. 
because he did have a book deal and he did have an Oprah Winfrey uh, own network show. He had a show on there. I'm not counting his coins. I'm not saying he shouldn't have bought the car. But anybody who's ever been in those positions, certain people do, you, you could tell what it was from. John was guilty. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to buy her trust her her faith mm-hmm. in him again. He's trying to win her over. And I'm still here, baby. Here, you deserve this for sticking by me. Whatever you need, whatever mm-hmm. you want. But then, two years later, when you're heating up this journal, you're mad. Because nothing was fixed. You bought the car. You kept the church. Right. Everything, everything stayed the same. And where do we, as a mm-hmm. as ministry lead, I, I question this. Everybody in John's crew, and I don't mean his immediate crew, I mean other ministry leaders. I'm not booking John because I got to be able to rebuke mm-hmm. you. I don't, I don't care about John going to pack the house. It's too many people in his circle, celebrity uh, ministry-wise, notable preachers to say, mm-hmm. John, bro, put that car back. This is a counselor that we know. Because I want the marriage to last. <laughs> but yeah. I remember specifically, right. they got up because Minnie Lane was watching it and we was dying laughing because she talked about this ungodly woman that had seduced her husband. And no, it ain't the, the woman. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I think so. Here's my, here's my, I guess I got a question. I have a question to post to y'all because I think there is something deeper to learn here than just talking about John Gray and what he did and, and all of this. But I guess my question to you in this, you know, it's like, yeah, we we know that he messed up, right? He did. But the question mm-hmm. is, what is one thing that you all learned from this situation that can help you in your ministry going forward? Is there something that you got from this that in that situation or in in something that could potentially lead to this point? What have you learned from this situation to help deter you from that? Or is there any system that you would put in place based off of this? Hmm. Uh, Man, I, I, I jump in real quick. Uh, I, I think the first one, the, the, the glaring thing is like whatever trauma or crisis that you never dealt with. Because I'm engaged right now and we've had to deal with this. Whatever trauma or crisis are untouched. A situation that happened in your childhood, even going into adulthood, if you don't address it, it's going to find its way up, coming back up again. It's like right. that. That's the first thing that I would say, like, man, it, it whatever again, whatever he said his triggers were or his trauma was, I mean, you got to deal with that. Or again, you're going to try to just mask it by doing what he's doing. So I, that that's the first one. The second one is accountability. Like, I know it's like a cliche word right now, but. Yeah. Uh man, you gotta, and we try to spiritualize it by uh, saying uh, covering and all. <laughs> now you need you need somebody that's gonna be, hey, bro, you you tripping, man? Like you need somebody that's gonna be honest and knows how to. Speak. That's gonna tell that's your the, wife. Like that's what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that I think that's like case by case, just knowing the people. You gotta know people too, but like somebody that knows how to. You gotta have somebody that knows how to talk to you to get the best out of you. Yep. And again, like sometimes it's going to require action. Uh, again, like like you guys said, but you got to have somebody that knows how to uh, basically, and I hate to use churchy words, I, I'm going to keep saying that, somebody that can minister to you uh, in a way that, that's going to be productive. But again, accountability, 
and healing are the two the two most um, prominent things that I got from his situation. I a hundred percent agree, Ralph. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hit the hit the wham button on the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, that's that, that's real though. I yeah. I concur 100 percent I'm like, with, you, I'm with you. I'm still telling you what, but I'm with you. I'm with <laughs> I mean, you, but I'm but, telling you know what? Nah, coming nah. From Nathan, coming from Nathan, I'm okay with that. Because <laughs> at least you know going in, hey bro, right, right. if you get caught. It's going to be some uh, some Hades and mm-hmm. Lucifer's to pay around here. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. And so <laughs> y'all ain't going to tell me. That. It ain't even that. Nah, I ain't going to tell. I might not. I'm not telling in the way y'all would think. I'm right, saying right, right. as far as if you if you're a if you say like I'm. Bro, I'm knee, I'm, I'm knee deep. I'm driving over there like I can't get out of it. But if you and you haven't done it like but you're on your way to do it and you know you. I don't. This is the thing. I would rather say I'm about to go get him Lene like I'm about to go like you know you like I'm about to go get him because I would rather get you before you do that than have to be your friend Mm -hmm. when you go through that divorce and be Mm -hmm. your friend when you can only see your kids on weekend be your friend when the church do sit you down and don't want to fool with you no more be your friend when (laughs) you know like all of the things that happen I feel like you might hate me for a little bit (laughs) but you will love me in the long run because I kept your I helped you keep your family together versus like shielding it i don't want to be in nobody's wedding and then got the wife looking goofy because i know about all this indiscretions and you don't you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying <laughs> it's just one of them things that y'all gotta know that and i would want the same for me if now if i have done it and you and you're confiding in me no i'm not gonna if you or you've done it and you confide in it no i'm gonna be like okay well you gotta tell her i will it's not that right, but i'm right. coming if you say that i'm saying bro where the hotel at where y'all at like what y'all <laughs> you know like Mm-hmm. What, what you need because I'm about to show up and she gonna have to see us both <laughs> you know what I'm saying right. like or whatever it he is he gotta because... go you know what I'm saying he gotta go real quick he just can't mm-hmm. be here we'll mm-hmm. call you an Uber uh, but hey bro get in the car don't <laughs> right just... yeah, yeah. I... <laughs> <That's> just... <laughs> bro, come on bro get out of here bro cause yeah. you're tripping and you can't you don't see a lot of times you don't see the effects of certain things until years later and it'd be like, mm-hmm. bro, ain't no way I would have talked to her. Ain't no way I would have done. What was I thinking? Man, hey, uh, can I ask y'all a question real quick? Have y'all ever, have y'all, and it, it's, it's tying into what, Nate, have y'all ever, like, say, scroll Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and be like, man, God, you you let me dodge a bullet from this one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, God, you spared. Hey, <laughs> and again, yeah. I'm not saying it in a disparaging way. But no, like it's gonna take it off topic. But like knowing where God is taking you, yeah. how His hand is on you, your ministry and all that is like, man, God, you, you, you're really in control of of our lives. So like, man, that, bro, somebody can know, be man, out there spelling wrong, and I can be like, ooh, I used tear, to know you, can, tearing up <laughs> your, and you are. <laughs> I thought you. I can't believe I thought Bruh. you was cute. No five. You can't spell. <laughs> That's so real. That's, good. That's a good point, though. Yeah. That's a really good point. Now my think, kids uh, ignorant because you, <laughs> right. you can't spell. Bro. That's Coming real. in 12th at the spelling bee out of 12 man. people. Like, man, time. I used to get your attention in 07 and oh my God, look your hair. But but we in 07, we wouldn't have known better because we, we wouldn't have been spelling words in text. We wouldn't have spelling words in text messages anyway. Like, <laughs> that's, so, hey. that's so good, though. Because I think about it like, it's like, 
so many times we'd be like, bro, God, you said you died, you saved me from this bullet or mm-hmm. whatever. And then we it's it's the people that God brought to us as he as we dodged that bullet mm-hmm. that we'd be like, God, why'd you send me this one? Like mm-hmm. and I think about this mm-hmm. real, real, to be honest. Like I know for fact for me, if I could have made a woman, it would not be who I have. And I am so thankful to God mm-hmm. that I he did not allow me to make somebody you because made I some would toxic. not have anything mm-hmm. that I needed. You for sure, nothing. I'd have been eating DiGiorno, <laughs> all of that ramen noodles. You feel me? You'd have made and some then, too, toxic to tie, that, to tie that back into what you were saying earlier, Phil. Like when it comes to like the healing part portion of it, it's like we we get we look. If you scroll through your Rolodex of your past, mm. you see and like it's people that you've been with. You look at like, dang, I got this toxic trait from them. That's mm-hmm. so I brought this track. I got that yeah, one. I got buddy. that one. I got that one. And you'd be like, "I right, got you. You allowed me to dodge a bullet, but now what do what do I have to do to heal from this so that way I can be the best man that I can be?" You feel me? And that yeah, that's real. That <clears throat> healing is is important for not just marriage. It's, it's for it's important for birthing anything, yeah. whatever the mother of the child has is going to be transferred to that child. And, and the same mm-hmm. thing with healing, birthing relationships, healing, birthing ministry, healing, birthing ideas. Mm-hmm. That is so very vital. And you can obviously see that, like you were saying, Philip, like healing and accountability. He hasn't healed from a lot of that, right? I think about Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin went through so much stuff, yeah. so much trauma. And I think he's really finally starting to heal Right, but then also you always see Kirk Franklin with his wife. I ain't seen Kirk Franklin mm-hmm. yet without his wife. Besides when he did that verse with uh with Fred Hammond, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like to yeah, be honest, yeah, yeah. And I think in yeah. in that that I under I, I can see this. Like you know what? Yeah, I see that. It's like oh no 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 no, you come with me. Why? Mm-hmm. Because you're we say covering, we say use all these churchy words, but no, my wife is my protection. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, hey, bro, I know if I'm with her, then I know one, I ain't gonna be on no other stuff because it's like that's just straight up disrespectful, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she will cut me. I ain't got time for right, that. right. Two, it's like you you can see, you can clearly see how something affects someone, and then also it causes you to think, like, okay, you know what? I I am in a position to leave my family, leave my household. I gotta mm-hmm. do this. I got I got to. Because if I don't have personal accountability, if I don't have that personal healing, how can I help somebody else heal? And then two, that also affects my relationship with God more importantly. Because right. if my relationship with God ain't right, bro, right, it don't man. matter what it don't matter what kind of ministry you do, how good you can speak, how good you, you can bro, twirl your toenails. Ain't ministry, don't even without, matter. ministry ain't really ministry without God. It's not. Right. It's all, business. All <laughs> and, that is a whole nother podcast. That's a whole nother <laughs> podcast because I felt like that's what John was preserving, his business and not his marriage. It was like a blow-off mm-hmm. apology because we need these coins. And if they don't mm-hmm. see me one way, they ain't going to give me these coins. So but what I learned from uh, Brother Gray, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brother Gray taught me, and not really taught me, but reminded me that our sin is not about uh, repenting to gain forgiveness and favor again from man as much as it is to mm-hmm. as 
as it is for God wanting to restore us and call us back to mm-hmm. who we are in him. That's how I That's think good. John Gray did it two times. A lot of times when you mess up, you be so busy forgiving the people that you've offended. And it's not about how the people see you. I feel like his apology on Sunday, bro, mm-hmm. if all you did was cheat on your wife, apologize to her and then pray to God. The people, mm-hmm. sure, they might want to hear from you, but they don't have to. They don't have to. You didn't steal money from right. the church. You didn't, <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? You, you didn't, it was, it was a act from the marriage, but we're so busy because people can write blogs and they can just tear us down that we want to look away as far as people are concerned. And I think the, the part and the lesson that you get from sin is that sin is separation. That's really what it, it what is, what is the scripture? Lay mm-hmm. aside what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Every sin that so mm-hmm. easily, you see what I'm saying. So so so. You're get you started, mm-hmm. You're don't get, get me started. But it. sin is separation, <laughs> and I want. And as much as he was reconciled yeah. to Aventon when he bought that car two years ago, he never got the bond back with God, and it showed in 2020. Mm-hmm. And if he would have just focused on that, while we while I can, mm-hmm. a lot of y'all say I don't care what people think about me. In business, I do. In business, I do care. But I can't put that before how God, who created me, who loves me, who I'm in covenant with, Mm -hmm. sees me. I got to mend that relationship. And that is what I felt like Mm -hmm. John didn't understand. You were separated. And buying that car might have made Avon to feel good, but it didn't bring you back to God. And so that, that to me, a separated person, it, they're gonna, it's going to be hard for them to truly minister. So that was the first one. And the second one was just being whole. I think we struggle with a lot of things. There's nothing wrong with the desire John Gray had, whether he was eating DiGiorno or he like, or he go to, you know what I'm saying? You swap any, any lustful, any addiction, swap anything out for that woman who wasn't cooking them the microwave pizzas. Swap anything out and put it in right there. <laughs> And you could still be separated from God because there's a bigger issue. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about the past hurt, the past trauma. Mm-hmm. I want the church to push for wholeness, which is why I said in the beginning, sit you down. I think it's just wrong without context, sit you down and get you back to wholeness. It's Cause you are good. You are talented. You do have something for the church to offer, but can mm-hmm. I get you whole? Cause if this is a problem, it won't just be 2018 and then 2020. It'll be 2022, 2024. It'll, mm-hmm. and, and, it, and then those generational uh, curses start to bleed off into your children. Because while right, we were buying your right. books, all they saw was my daddy was a cheater. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the thing, that's the thing too, like, yeah. it, relationally, like, we know him as Pastor John Gray. Yes. The, young, the young boy, man, he sees him as daddy. Yes, daddy. And, and it, you're going to follow, a lot of times you're going to follow in your dad's footsteps. You, you, you mimic what you see him do. Buying these cars in front of, and your in family front of, still got a curse. <laughs> you can't, you you can't, you can't purchase away a curse. Like no. you can't, there's no amount of money. Yeah, you can't, you can't, uh, a Rolls Royce, what if he bought her? That's not going to make that disappear. And, it, and then again too, like I think about, I, I hate it for a venter because yeah, he bought he bought the vehicle or whatever in, a, in an attempt to gain a trust back and, and uh, get her forgiveness. Mm-hmm. But it is 
do you really come? I'm not saying you can't come back from it, but gifts really don't mean. I mean, you can apologize all day long, but the old saying is like an apology is nothing if the actions behind it don't follow. So, like, I don't know, man. He might have bought the Hold car. On, and all but that, you, you but. just said something right there, though. And I'm going to ask y'all a question. Women cheat just like men cheat. What do women buy you when they cheat? They don't buy you nothing. <laughs> men buy because it's been said that women are attracted to monetary provision. So anything that you give me, he's playing on her, her sense of, hey, mm-hmm. he takes care of me. He's doing it. That's yeah. another form of abuse. Provision. If I'm apologizing yeah. with money, provision, something, diamond rings, things like mm-hmm. that. It, I'm just saying, we know what they like. Mm-hmm. A woman, she, she don't buy you nothing. Why? Because we don't, that's not what we, that's we not what we, it, we don't care about that uh, like that. You ain't got, you see what I'm saying? So they got the gift. What, what, I, and that's what I want you to see. We, you, the patterns are, you start to, you said win her trust back, win her, but yeah, it ain't just her trust. It's let me win favor. And mm-hmm. I might have wanted to divorce John, but John can buy me a car. John mm-hmm. can do this. It's it's because of John we have this. And that to me, that's even more of a disrespect mm-hmm. to say, yeah. I know what you like. That's devilish to me. Mm-hmm. To use this form what, of nar- nar- it, narcissism. Yeah. To mm-hmm. use what I like against me as a way of apologizing. And then we don't know her, and I, I'm sorry for jumping in, well, then we don't know what her past trauma could be. So mm-hmm. John could be, I mean, again, it's speculation, but John could be playing in. She could have came from daddy the, who was walking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, so I mean, like, again, we, we, we don't know the, we don't know everything. Again, a lot of it is speculation, who right. outside looking in, but we, again, man, yeah, man, this is, yeah, this turned into a pretty interesting conversation. Yeah. Man. No, I, and to to answer the question, I can't. Well, I really got no answer because y'all answered it for real, for real. Just wholeness, accountability, he and wholeness from a personal getting yourself together with God, but also a wholeness from having people around you, your accountability, your your people, your your boys, your dogs, whoever that can really hold you accountable, but walk with you through uh, that. And then, like you were saying, they sin is separation. I think that is the the mm. most understated and underrated statement out there, because if you think of whatever sin, insert whatever sin you do against somebody or against God, it creates that separation. And I think that, that if the whole podcast was just for that, sin is separation, and yeah. you have to heal that past hurt because you will take that with somebody else. That's just so real. I think we see that in in John Gray's situation, but also in going into our own ministries and, and what God is calling us to do, we have to remember sometimes mm-hmm. we, it's easy yeah. to lose sight of what God is calling us to do and lose sight of um, the sin that we have, right? We can talk right. about him, but we, we got to check ourselves in our own sin. Some so that separating way when, us too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then also is I just think about um, just how how God is gracious and kind enough to keep us in a place of obscurity or not being seen as much as we work on certain things. So that way, when he puts us to that platform that he needs us to be in, we're able right. to truly live in that fully and right. not have to worry about those trip ups or hang ups or, or things like that, that we dealt with in the, in our 
younger days of ministry. So I feel mm-hmm. that. that's all I got. Yeah, and I think uh, I'm a fault. No, nah, to Stephen, to your credit, you said it first. You just mm-hmm. didn't say the whole statement. You said it when you said <laughs> when you said, "Hey, if you notice when you cheat on your girl, it's just this something in the air that you lose the trust." And you don't mm-hmm. know. The word was the separation is there. Exactly. Yeah, the separation exactly. in a relationship between a man and a woman when you go against the covenant. What you think it is with God? That's how I want mm-hmm. people to look at sin. When you do something to your girl or your girl do something to you and y'all ain't talking for that day. Y'all ain't doing it because you lied, because you did this, because you didn't clean up, because you didn't, whatever it is, y'all y'all not talking. She giving you the silent treatment. For some people, y'all ain't having, <laughs> she holding now, he hot. I don't know if he holding now, but she don't want to do that. They don't, it can go both ways. And women will tell you this. When we ain't on that, I don't want to be intimate because this is this is keeping me from wanting to be intimate with you. It's separating me from the closeness that we should have. That's mm-hmm. what sin does with you and God. That's really what sin is. And the church won't teach it like that. They keep trying to legalize and it's a legalistic view. You do you can't get to heaven. You can't get the to heaven. Testament, you can't get to heaven. The old testament literally says it like this. He calls it calls Israel a prostitute or like a, a, mm-hmm. a people rampant of prostitution because they are going to these idols or other things yes. instead of God. And I mm-hmm. think when you see sin that way, you're like, dang, if you put it in terms of, yo, when you sin, you're cheating on God, bro. Like, mm. just keep it, keep it real, keep it real simple. Like, the things that you and do. cheating causes. You're cheating on God. So the there's distance. A, there's mm. a distance in there, but the, but we also see that God is faithful. We see the, the punishment. We see the repercussions of our actions, but also we see the grace and that forgiveness right in that mm-hmm. in that yes. way and then also also that forgiveness that he has for us we're supposed to share that with other people we can't right. just say yo you know what i'm saying well god forgave me from this right? right but then look at our neighbor or look at the other person that that got a dead out or whatever and it's the same way and so that's mm-hmm. why i agree wholeheartedly with y'all saying especially with grace and especially with healing and wholeness because at the end of the day i really I really want him to be whole for his family, sure. for his right. children, for his, his right. marriage, not just for followers of Christ because it affects it, but to be to be whole with God again so that way you can have peace. Because I know what it's like to not have peace. And when you finally get that peace, no matter whatever punishment come, you're, you feel like this weight is lifted off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like you can just be like, you know what? I'm free. I'm, I'm free. Whatever comes, going to come. But when you get that peace where it's like, God... I'm putting all of this in your hands, breath. That I wouldn't wish the not having that peace on anybody. And I I would I really wish that people could could first Peter five seven cast all your anxiety on mm-hmm. him because he cares for you. In any and every situation, even the situation that you create, cast mm-hmm. it all on him. And I promise you that peace that you get from that, man, is unmatched and un, unprecedented. And that's what I want for for Pastor John Gray in this situation. Above all else, his relationship to God to be restored. And yeah. for him to truly have the peace that he's going to need to walk through this situation. And log off the internet. <laughs> log off the internet. You don't have to do it because you're doing it for us, bro. I can't save you. Mm-mm. And as quiet as it's get, like, you're not separated from me. You separated from one, a, a venter or whatever name is. Uh, uh, <laughs> 
Because mm-hmm. I would call her Aventure. And y'all Whatever her name is. Hey, look, <laughs> but Avent- I know Aventure, it starts with an A. Avent- Avatar. Avent- Avatar. You separated from her <laughs> first. And then in the spirit, you're set. You know what I'm saying? Don't mm-hmm. get off the ground. And that's what you, you need to take a social sit down. Not just not a ministry. Yeah. My goal was I didn't want us to see the sit down as a punishment. Like that people get to punish us. For our sins, I mm-hmm. want the church to come from a place of, bro, like you said, like you. I can tell you don't have peace because people won't tell you this. But anytime you're doing wrong, whether it's cheating, sneaking, lying, whatever, while the sexual part of it may feel good, that other part don't. Mm-hmm. That when you got to go home and kiss your babies after a night of fun, that don't feel good. You'd be like, when your wife, when your wife, hey, honey, and you walk in and you know you wrong, that don't feel good. Mm. The reason I'm saying this is most times when you with somebody else and it's wrong, you don't even know how to come home and really truly be with your partner. And if that's the case in a marriage, in a in a, a relationship, romantic relationship, you, a lot of us, when we sin, we don't know how to offer anything to God anymore because we feel guilty. That guilt is real. We don't know how to be intimate. We don't know how to, if you talk to somebody who in it, you'll be like, well, brother, have you prayed? They're like, bro, I ain't praying right now. I can't do that right now. They can still do the sin, but they can't pray because the intimacy feel wrong to go to a loving God, just like to walk into Aventure. And when, even when you know you smell DiGiorno and she's, honey, you want a piece of DiGiorno? And you, you want to have that family life, mm-hmm. but it's hard to have it because I already know I've been unfaithful somewhere else. And it's hard for that's where we need to meet the saints at when they're struggling. Instead of saying, "Okay, we cast in judgment," we not. I understand it's hard for you to be intimate right now mm-hmm. because the sin has so easily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It, right. So, and you can't lay it aside. You can't lay the Bible said lay aside every weight first. Mm-hmm. Something that's heavy. How can I? Lay that aside. You know what I'm saying? That's where that text gets shaky. It's like, let's mm-hmm. have every weight first. It's, and then the sin. I don't huh? think it's shaky. I don't think it's shaky. <laughs> I think, no, to be honest, like it's it's easier to let I think it's easier to let go of sin than we think it is. One, as Christians, we have power in Jesus Christ to let it go, but we hold on to the attachments and to the the we romanticize the past of what it used to mean and the mm-hmm. emotions that it gives us. And that's how why it's difficult to let it go sometimes. Cause I, I think it's it's easy to to let go of certain things, right? right. It's easy to let it go, but the the feeling that came with it, the emotions, the romanticism, mm-hmm. the all the other things that that you remember, right? Because you think you re- you remember the the good things of your past. You don't never remember almost getting hit by a car or a right. night where you was puking in the street. Uh, all of that you remember. <laughs> yeah. Man, we had a good time, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you was just lit, bro. We was good. We were good. But you you romanticize all of that, and what it is is the devil does it all the time. He he spins it to you in the way of uh, of it being sweet. But you you realize you don't understand that this sweetness doesn't last forever, mm-hmm. and there's right. a, a sour bite that's coming to it because it if you don't if you see it at the beginning it may look like mm-hmm. gold, but at the end it is it's feces. Right. To be honest, like yeah. that's that's exactly what it is, and you're biting into that 
because I, I know it's like the Bible, you know, describes it as uh, saying like as a man returns, uh, as a as a dog returns to his vomit, so a man's return to his folly, right? And so right. it's it's that same it's that same thing. The devil will package it up in so many different ways, but the second time around, or the third time around, or whatever, you know exactly what it is. So but you're that, <laughs> you're willingly going back. But that ticks just even right there. Can we suggest that? before we actually do sin that we have to address the things that are weighing heavy on us because mm-hmm. it said lay aside every weight and sin yeah sin isn't the weight and i and i think it's fair to say john has some weight that he didn't turn over to god first we say he's a burden bearer heavy load share we say all this <laughs> and, and and i'm and i'm going to do you one better and i'm going to do you one better this is why you have to lay aside the weight because the bible doesn't say we say this uh, when people going through, well, the Lord won't put more on you than you can bear. You know, if you couldn't bear it, it wouldn't be. The Bible says he won't tempt you beyond you what you can bear. So, John, this temptation wasn't beyond what you can bear. But it is going to be hard if you go into, if you got that weight. Yeah. Let mm-hmm. him have the weight. If he says, cast your care, my, my yoke is easy. My burden is burden light. light. If my burden is light, let me have the weight. Because if you don't let mm-hmm. me have the weight, eventually the weight is going to cause you mm-hmm. to sin, and the sin will easily beset us. So it's is that fair? Like I'm going, yeah, I mean, I'm going fair. to teach them all. If fair. I say is that fair, I'm teaching. Sorry, I'm on laughing. the wrong pocket. <laughs> I started laughing. You good, man? That preacher, he just he he got a little weight to him. So when you said that, I'm just like, yeah, like, come on, bro, come on. No man. pun intended, man. No pun intended. Come man. on, man. No but pun intended, though, John. You right, though. You right. But I, I just, I really, I really think John had a weight that he didn't. And and the weight can be anything. The weight could have been the strain of the marriage. The weight that man, she ain't cooking like she used to. She don't look like she used to. She gained weight. She don't look, th- you know. Marriage comes with relationships come with weight, yep. and if you don't lay it aside, you will sin. Yep. You will sin, and then you'll justify the sin because of the weight. Mm. And that's what he did, in my opinion. So that's a whole nother lesson that I didn't even realize that I learned. Rev Nathan, that that mm-hmm. the weight yep. that you gotta let the weight go first. John, somebody has to start preaching to ministers about weight. You see what I'm saying? Like, because we preach to everybody. We teach to everybody. Y'all know what this is like when you give and give and give and give and give, and then you go mm-hmm. home and it, and it's nothing for you. Or in COVID, you shut that computer screen off mm-hmm. and it's yeah, just you right. by yourself. <laughs> you done pray for 30 people on Zoom and then you get off and you got to go to your room by yourself. Mm-hmm. And that, that can be weight. You know what I'm saying? And you dealing with your weight and you realize, man, who do I cast my st- who did I Jesus? You gotta cast you have to cast your cares there when other people can't like when other people aren't John right. probably wasn't getting ministered to. That's a thing in in our this black church. I'm we're gonna speak on what we know. Unless you signing up and going to conferences and do who ministering to who? We be ministering to everybody else. And that piles up. And then, you know, and I'm not I'm not justifying what he's what he did at all. I went in on John. But, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I just want us to understand that weight and sin are separate and, and apart from each right. other. And if you don't address that, I think you end up in a Adventist situation where they have to keep forgiving you. They have to keep you have to keep forgiving yourself mm-hmm. for things that 
you're, you're addressing the wrong thing. That's why I brought up the car. He didn't lay aside the, the weight. He bought the car. You bought the diamond ring. You got engaged. Some people be getting engaged and married with secrets. Bruh, get that weight off first. I, mm-hmm. I agree. Ooh. Ooh, I agree. You got to. Get that weight that off be, first. Got to. I promise you. That's that's it. Now, there's nothing else on that, that one right there. <laughs> that one. Get rid of it. I promise you. Get, get rid, rid of, of all the secrets before you get married. I, I, oh, my gosh. Because oh, while it's, it might hurt, <laughs> while it may hurt to, to have them hard talks, it, it's better than being separated. You going better, into it. You going, going you get into to go it. Into it with life. With, bruh, I want to go into it free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get to go into it free, man, because you're going to have more troubles. <laughs> At least have new troubles. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> they going to come. They go come, man. We that's this is round two of not talking about the scheduled topic. My bad. Uh, <laughs> I think the Holy Spirit worked, bro. Let let, yeah, that man, man. let that man work. I think I think this conversation in the in itself was was really good, just as black men to be able to express not only our opinions but also express uh, what the word has said, and we have learned from the mm-hmm. word in this to not only offer uh, accountability but to to offer grace to uh our brother in christ for sure and then just to remind us as men like what 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 there what troubles there are out there so we can learn from him instead of be uh tripped up on the same stones or the same rocks or same pebbles that he may have been as well so i i think that that's that's all i got to say about it man man i'm about to get off here and get me some DiGiorno. uh (laughs) (laughs) blessings to john to john John gray i can i can i can truly say anybody who's attend you can't judge a heart we talked about this i think before and if it wasn't on this show i didn't say it somewhere that man only sees the outer appearance, but God judges mm-hmm. the heart. So I'm right. going to let God judge John Gray's heart and restore him to whatever he sees fit. But I really want the family and just himself, like restore man mm-hmm. to God wants to restore us to himself. So that I, I I pray that I pray the kids ain't affected. I pray all of that kind of stuff. I don't mm-hmm. I don't care about the blogs. It's tea, and we're gonna pour our tea. But right. at the end right. of the day, you know, if this is the Christian kid, we gotta be we gotta have these conversations. Cause yeah. too many times, men we ain't really holding each other accountable on this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, well, bro, bro, no, bro, no better. You know, it's like, nah, let's mm-hmm. let's be vocal about it. Let's let's be the voice for somebody else who might hear this podcast and be struggling in their area and say, I gotta give me some partners who gonna help me, who gonna check me. Right. But I also gotta realize, like like we said, seeing a separation and and <laughs> you know what I'm saying, the weight. Just I, I needed to hear something. You know what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. what I that's what I want to do through this podcast and any other right. platform I'm a part of from here on out, we should be educating and, and helping each other and for admonishing. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it's about for me. So it's we, yeah, I'm going to joke and play, but in, in fairness to, to John Gray, get your help brother. And yeah. don't let nobody take your gift. You know, if they, if they don't want you there, God can use you elsewhere. It's, it's, right. it's 8 billion people in the world. And I can promise you uh, <laughs> over half of them ain't saved. So, Mm-hmm. <laughs> the numbers yeah, say the we still we still need a voice and a broken voice to do, but a whole will be way much better. So, right, lessons right. to him and his family, man. Okay, all right. So, uh, Rev, Rev Nathan, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and give people your socials, man. Where man, can they find you at? Hey, you can follow me. I'm putting mine in the show notes, but it's at Uncle Nate, Uncle <laughs> underscore Nate. Uh, 
You can follow the Gift of Connection podcast at Gift of Connection Pod uh, and Facebook Nathan McClinton. Everybody else, Philip, you know your Tolliver. Um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> Phillip, you know your handle. Hey, I'm re- hey, I'm re- hey, I did my homework this time. It's <laughs> at P Tolliver underscore at Instagram on Instagram rather. So yeah, I, I'm ready. I was ready this time. Yeah, the the, the a case of the thirty slipped up on me last time. That's all it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, case a case of the thirty songs. slipped up. Yeah, hey, man. Yeah, yeah, man. That's funny. You can follow me on IG at s.k.boy. I got to shout my wife out. You can follow her at the turn of the season, and y'all go follow our lifestyle brand at the grown lifestyle IG man. Hey, it was great doing this podcast with y'all boys. Man. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to the next one. I gotta be careful around sure. Nate. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I tell your wife I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, bro, I'm sorry. I ain't put him in. The, I ain't put him hey. in the pantry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> hey, y'all, hey, y'all gonna thank me later, man. Y'all, yeah, gonna... I appreciate it. Man. I yeah, it. Oh, man. It just that's just it. Just is what it is, man. It just right, is what right. it is. So we hope y'all were blessed by this conversation, man. If you want to be a part of it, like, rate, subscribe to us. Tell your friends about it. We gonna try to get we can try to get some interviews in and just get some topics in, and uh, y'all let us know what you think. We out.